This is the Media Week Industry Podcast from the people at mediaweek.com.au. It's time for a Media Week Tech Podcast. It's our annual special. I mean, it's about time. <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> it's become an annual special, hasn't it? Um, it used to be weekly. Stephen Fennick, Trevor Long, welcome back, chaps. Thanks, James. Thanks for having us. It's, it's appropriate day to have us back, too, Well, James. it's a special celebration yes. today. We're having... Fine. <laughs> 300 episodes of Two Blokes Talking Tech And they said it wouldn't last Yes, <laughs> we well, just recorded it uh, two hours ago Just published it uh, yep. 20 minutes ago And uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty awesome Because we it started with this show It started right. with the Media Week podcast I mean, we, we knew each other, we'd been to events We'd seen each other around But you and the ugly Woody um, <laughs> yeah, got us into Woody with the tech. highest Telstra bill of all time Back at the, at the time 180 bucks a month, I'll never yeah. forget oh, I'd hate to think what it is and, now um, and we just started to realise that you guys weren't very good and we were much better on our own. <laughs> we thought we could do this better on our own. What are these blokes doing? Yeah, they're just dragging us down. <laughs> no, we, we thought we, we liked we, – I think we, we realised we got on well. We were pretty like-minded and uh, we liked yep. talking tech and so much stuff to talk about. And, uh, yeah, yeah it's we, we started a little podcast. And it's so, yeah, we've got you to thank – you, you, everyone's got you to thank for it, James, for us bringing us together. So what was it? It's been at 2010 or like It would have been 2010. We, we were doing your show at the end yes, of the year, around okay. the end of the year, and we started Even our 2009, show. 2009, I think, as far back as to the end of nine. I've got a feeling yeah. I might have been. Yeah, yeah, end of nine. So tw- February 23, 2011 was our first show. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, over six years ago. Um, and, you know, we've done. I wouldn't say weekly, but we've done, you know, 49 weeks of the year. I think um, we have Christmas pretty much every off. year. Christmas yeah. week we have off. Um, in fact, we've done 316 shows because what we do when we go to CES in Las Vegas, we do like three or four you do shows. do one every day, virtually. Yeah, yeah. And, we, and we kind of call them episode 212A, B, C, and D. <laughs> so rather than just counting up the numbers. At so CES, you're really over 300. Yeah, 316. So it's a fake yeah, anniversary, right? Come on, <laughs> fake news. Why are you being like that? Why are you being like well, that? We had a I'm, cake uh, and everything. Yeah, we did. Yeah, well, our sponsors. Uh, when did you Net get your first uh, Episode 3, Netgear came on board and they've been with us ever since. That's right. Episode 3. Yeah, three. so well wow. over six years. Uh, you must have been one of the first guys to monetize the old podcast we, uh, we, format. Well, I, was, I, I had sponsors on my own because I've been doing Your Tech Life now, 366 episodes, so yeah. probably a year and a half before that. Yeah. I started my Tech Guide podcast after Two Blokes and I've got two sponsors on that one. Right. Look, for yeah. a long time, James, I said to people, like, they'd say, like, especially when I had a day job at SBS and stuff, they'd be like, why do you do this tech stuff? I'm like, I make money out of, what are you talking about? I make money out of podcasting. It's, yeah. it's out of everything I used to do. Podcasting was my biggest source of revenue outside of my day job. So, and, and in that time as well, like in the in the six years since we've started, I think podcasting's had a, a massive resurgence too. I think a lot of people are getting back into it and people discovering it for the first time as well. And we just happen to be here at the time and our listeners have stuck with us for six years, but a lot of people are discovering podcasting and listening, thankfully listening to our shows. Yeah. And I think that's one of the and things. And this though. show. One of the things about podcasts, and I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, completely honestly, but I, I watch the kind of the podcasts come and go, and that's the problem. They mm. come and go. If we're not as reliable as we used to be, we used to be Wednesday night every week. But now that we we sit together every week and we try and yeah. get together, that's that's important to point um, out that we were we used to do it over Skype. And I was always going to say so. FaceTime. Are usually? you guys usually together now? When now you're, yeah, we are. For the last yeah. eighteen months, we've you know, especially since I've you know quit my job, hmm. I've got the flexibility. I can go to his. Well, his quit joint. your job and picked up half a dozen others. Yeah, um, <laughs> we're doing okay. Um, <laughs> we, um, you know, it's, uh, look, it just sounds better. Uh, it's better for us. It's a better rapport. We can have some yeah. real fun with each other. We, you know, 
we take the mickey out of each other big time, and I think that's what people like about it. It's yeah, fun. I think it's the banter that people like. We've got a nice chemistry, and we we yeah we we talk we talk about all the important things and inform our listeners. But we we've got we sort of have a bit of fun with it as well. I think that's what what attracts people to the show. Is I that get to it's great. You know, I get to have a nap every couple of episodes because he talks about Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then he then he rabbits on about cars and stuff like that. Then I have a bit of a skip, but. Um, we, we've got more in common that we, than, uh, than anything else. We, there is more in common that we don't have in common, yeah. if you understand what I mean. We, we do share a lot of things that we do like, and including technology, funny enough. Yeah. I mean, the overseas shows are always the, uh, the sort of most fun because you, yes. you're either really tired or... Yeah. <laughs> or I, remember, you, I remember one show. You know, when you just go, or you go way off, yeah. way off, <laughs> way yeah. off the radar. Uh, we've admit, the we've admitted that during yeah. shows. I remember, <laughs> do you remember we went to, we were, we were in Bali with Huawei. <laughs> all right. We were in, well, we went around the world with a podcast. We were in Bali. <laughs> and it was late. No, but it was late. No, I remember that. No, we, we were. We was late in the day. We'd yeah. been traveling all day and, and, and I think you just said, oh, I'm hit, I've hit the wall and I, I can't go on. And I'm thinking, come on, dig deep, Trevor. Come on, we can do it. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's awful. It's a horrible life where we're recording yeah, a podcast in Bali, yeah, in, Bali in Barcelona, yeah, in Berlin, yeah. in Vegas, in San Francisco. We're going to London next week and San yeah. Jose the week after. It's funny, though. Yeah. Um, we we travelled last week together to Taiwan and Taipei, back, and yeah. we realised we haven't actually travelled together much. You know, we appear at the same place, but often, you know, the way this works with technology is companies say, do you want to come with us? And so uh, Steve might be going to Berlin with LG and I might be going with Sony. And and so you don't travel together. You don't really go to dinners together and everything. Plus plus Trevor's a virgin virgin airlines man. (laughs) You know where that was going. (laughs) And I'm a Qantas man. man. No, I'm I'm exclusively Virgin (laughs) Australia. You are a virgin man. Yeah, I want to to get to this. I want to mind that in a little bit too. Um, Yeah, so so it's kind of interesting. So this next couple of weeks could be a breakup. This could be the end. This will test. Our we, are, we are literally sure. travelling together for two weeks. Uh, that's yeah. longer than I've travelled with any partner but, I've ever had. Well, our wives find it quite amusing that we travel Your together. Your wife finds it amusing, doesn't it? <laughs> no, we, we, well, our, our wives. Amusing is not a word. Well, my no, wife we uses. travel more together than we do with our own wives. We're overseas more often together than our, with our family. So yeah, I mean, um, it's important to get on, I guess. Yeah, your your family's a little bit more grown up than Trev, they so are. it's probably yeah, easier. He's a much older old. man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm about what am I? Eight years older than you? Oh, it seems a lot more. Yeah, have a year, right? The but it's probably I guess it's. It's a bit harder for you to for to get away, is it? Not yeah, that you I mean, would look, know looking at your uh, itinerary. No, nah, but I, and you've got to remember, um, people say, what a great life. Uh, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter don't really present the picture of, of life. I mean, no. you, obviously, you, you, you tweet photos and things because it looks amazing, but it's bloody hard work. And mm. also, you kind of don't realise. I mean, I, I, I accept I don't realise how hard it is for my family. My wife has to look after the kids for the next two weeks on her own, um, and they're nagging her every day to find out when I'm coming home. And... It's hard because, like, Harry's five. He doesn't understand what a week is, let alone a day. Sure. So I'm like, I'll be back in two weeks. Well, when's that? Oh, yeah. You know, so yeah, well, anybody that travels knows that as soon as yeah. you hit the security line, <laughs> the glamour's off and far as the travelling goes. priority doesn't... access, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Lines. Yeah, I don't have that. My, yeah, my kids are a bit older than that and uh, – they just uh, the, all the, the only thing I hear about them is if they want me to buy them something overseas. Is that I get the message saying, "Oh, can you buy me these shoes or this thing or whatever it is?" But yeah, um, yeah. Oh, I made the quick decision <laughs> about two years ago not to buy my kids presents anymore. I buy a key ring. Right, everywhere. okay. Their That's bags idea, sound yeah. like bells because they're walking on jing 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 with all the key yeah. rings, but. It means I don't have to. I, pack I buy. Heavy. Uh, yeah. I buy my mum a, a fridge magnet from every other every place I go. So she's got a whole, my, her fridge is reflected all the places I've travelled around what, the world. What a son! What a son! <laughs> but listen, um, Trev, when you travel now, though, you've mm. got the commitment of that uh, talking lifestyle yeah. tech program. 
which um, started since we last saw you, yep. I think. You sort of hinted there was something coming, but you wouldn't reveal exactly what. So you've got to be, and I think New York posed your biggest challenge, didn't it? You sort yeah, of it was 2 a.m. Had to have a sleep, maybe get up, do the, the show, morning, then yeah. go, um, um, how did yeah. that go? But it sounds all right in theory, but when you're actually there doing it, it's And look, hard, I'm not it? looking for violins, but it's, <laughs> this, it, it's what makes it hard because I'm really committed to that show. I could get Jeff or Steve or anyone else to do the show while I'm away if I needed to, and Jeff will step in for me, Jeff Quattromani, who writes for me at EFTM, when I simply can't do it. But I think it's important that I do it also because it adds value to the to the show. We're talking about technology. If I'm travelling for technology, why not yeah, do it? Course, yeah. And the equipment that I have is just amazing. It allows me to broadcast from home. Tell I do us about your little travel kit. You, I've seen a couple of photos. Yeah, so, so what do you take on the road to get connected? Radio people would be familiar with the Comrex. It's a technology that originated with just phone lines, but then it evolved to ISDN and now it's IP-based. So all I need is an internet connection. Mm-hmm. I can be on Wi-Fi, I can be hardwired, I can be on 4G, a bunch of different options. And it's a tiny little box... Uh, I don't know, what would you say, size of a small football. Um, Is that some, all you need? Uh, plug some headphones and a mic into wow. it and I, I take yeah. a few cables to make mm-hmm. sure I've got options for, for connectivity. Um, and as long as I've got a connection, I'm good to go. Now, Wi-Fi is not great. You like to be on an Ethernet connection. So in New York, I was going down to the business centre at 3am in the morning and plugging in because it was just better quality. But it means I'm, I'm there, I can take calls, I can do interviews, do everything I do. I, James, I use that at home. Um, no, I don't make a secret of it. We don't talk about it on air, but I do the show from home four nights okay. out of five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my I deal. Was... I, I used it last week too for my 2GB segment as well when okay. we were in Taipei together. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. if I was doing that show, given I quit my job to have a bit of a more work-life balance and even travel for two weeks, you want to spend time with your family when you're home, I get to have dinner with my kids mm. and then I go into the man cave and do the radio show and it works perfectly. So, it's look, it's small enough for me to do travel, uh, carry-on luggage for a week trip probably have to book luggage this way but small enough for me to carry around with easily and do it from anywhere so i could be on the gold coast i can be in bathurst i can be in new york i can be in san francisco and i can do the radio show as long as timing works so the challenge is really so next week we're going with intel um to see some cricket because they're a partner of the cricket and they want to show off some technology <laughs> sounds good to me um <laughs> this is the champions trophy it'll yeah ICC ICC champions yeah. trophy yep. um challenge is always the time zone so this is the first time in in london it's it's 11 a.m in the morning so i'm waiting for the schedule and and we've just found the mm-hmm. schedule and Two or two of the four days, I'm going to have to either miss the bus or get to something late because I've got to do the show, and I'd, I'd yeah. prefer to do. The, it's better for the that, sponsors. That's, but that's Intel's the got me over there to do it. I may as well do the show and talk about them than and, yeah, and get the sure. bus there myself. But that's the thing that we, you know, companies take us on these trips so they can, yeah, they want us to write about them on their websites, but they also want us to talk about it on the radio, TV, however we can, and and it's important to keep up with these segments and shows. And I think the the time zones is the biggest issue. I think for me the biggest issue when you were in Barcelona was that the Barcelona for me. I, I did my two GB segment like after yes. two on a Wednesday. That was four o'clock in the morning in Barcelona. So I had to set the alarm. I loved clock. it. It was ten o'clock in the morning. Well, you were right for the morning. So you're eight o'clock at night. I'm two in the afternoon. And I think uh, when you're on the west coast. It's better than the East Coast uh, in America. Yeah. Yep. And then Europe's a whole other story. It just depends uh, on the day. So my my week is pretty open these days, except Tuesdays. Tuesdays are the biggest. Every night of the week, I have the radio show on Talking Lifestyle. Yep. Um, but then on Tuesday, I do radio. I do breakfast radio on a bunch of radio stations from 7 o'clock in the morning till about 9.30, 9.40. And then I do it from 3 o'clock in the afternoon until... 5.30 in the afternoon. So I've got these massive chunks of, you know, 20, why do you, 20 or 30 radio stations. did you do it all Tuesday? Is that just, just because, you know what, good... because on a Monday I go, what am I going to talk about? Okay. And I send every radio station a list of five topics and they and they just rattle them off. So I, I just need to remember those five things, mate. Okay. I, they can randomly ask me anything they want because I'm pretty good on the spot. But it just allows me to not have to worry on a Thursday about okay. tomorrow's spots and stuff yeah, yeah. like <laughs> that. So, you know, that's 
it's an awful day uh, when you're travelling because it means you pretty much don't sleep. But, hey, we're travelling the world. It's great fun and frequent fly points. Sure, <laughs> sure. The, um, those 300 episodes, so we've, we've talked a little bit about the travel shows. Do you ever get into any trouble? Did you ever sort of... Well, my wife doesn't... Well, listen, apart so from domestically, I'm, I'm thinking with maybe sponsors or product, no. did you ever Look, sort our of... sponsors, first and foremost, our sponsors are supporters. They're, they're just great people who know what we do and they, I think they like the fact that we've got a loyal audience and therefore yeah. the loyalty pays off to them. But there's no caveat. Uh, you know, we don't, we're not allowed to not mention a, 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 you know, a, yeah. a conflicting sponsor. They haven't given us any restrictions. Never. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and you know what? I, I'd tell them to get... And you'd probably knock it that. back if they did, right? Correct. Absolutely. And I'm, that's the same on the radio, James. Mm. I, I won't... Like, we've just got Vodafone on the radio show and, and someone said to me, um, does that change what we do with Telstra? Because they pitch good interviews now. And I said, absolutely not. If Vodafone want exclusivity. They can buy... They can spend 50 times as much and maybe they'll get it but that's not how we roll um we we, we've uh, we've made i've made idiot of myself he'll never admit it but and i don't keep a record but he probably has as well but you know you say a couple of things on you mate you you say things like i don't think apple will ever bring out a big iphone and they do (laughs) hello apart from that no No, one thing we we often get uh requests for people i look they offer up execs or people to come on the show And we said, well, the show's called Two Blokes Talking Tech, not Three. Yeah. And we, we, we'll make exceptions. Privately, I say, listen, I'll get rid of Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, mate. Thanks for your solid there. But uh, we've, we've often said, to the, look, if Malcolm Turnbull wants to come on our show and talk about the NBN, or if Tim, Tim Cook. Cook at Apple wants to come on the show, then mm. we'll happily make it Three Blokes yep. Talking Tech. Yeah, but you can do those one-on-one interviews on your own That's podcast, right. I mean, I've right? got That's the radio we do, show. Yeah. I do we've that got for our mine, own yeah. podcast. We've I do interviews on my podcast and, yeah, Trevor on his show and, and – well, I often get people into 2GB, the studios, on Wednesday as well We to, to, to chat about stuff as well. So I've got 10 interviews yeah. a week to fill on the yeah. radio show, so I've got no shortage of ability to say to someone, yeah, yeah I'm available. I'm available if you've got a spare, spare slot, if you yeah, fall well, short. We're, we're pretty booked up. Um, <laughs> I, so, I, yeah, plenty, yeah, plenty of opportunity for people to be interviewed well, I, if they need to be. I like getting you guys in because we've sort of – listeners to this podcast over the years would have sort of followed the journey. I find it quite motivating what you guys did, I think. Um, Stephen, you're the first really to give up your day job and, and go out as, yep. a, as a sort of a sole trader, if you like. Yep. And a, what and an a... inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then, of course, Trevor jumped on the bandwagon you know, yeah. um, later on. But um... He's on flying. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us, how are you going? I mean, you Great. So yeah. it must have been, how long has it taken? It's been six years. Com. Six, six years. Uh, six years and four. Four months okay. since I, I left the News Limited end of 2010. Yep. And January 2011 was when Tech Guide was born. And it's six years old now. And yeah, traffic's sort of month on month. You get ticking up all, all the time in the right direction. And got great support from, from some terrific advertisers and supporters, both on the site, on my podcasts as well. And uh, yeah, it's doing well. It's uh, it's allowed me to to operate independently uh, and do what I did at the Telegraph. Uh, now on my own and and doing it all for my benefit. Yeah. yeah. Now people here hear things. People say like destination websites are dying. It's um it's all about getting content out there on platforms and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you need to get your stuff out on? Maybe Facebook and yeah. or another platforms and which can track back to your website as well. But you just got to get your content out. Yeah, absolutely. As many like, places uh, as possible. I'll, I'll answer this question first. We uh, I've got like a really healthy Facebook uh, support as well. I've got more than eight thousand likes on my page, and I've got like 12, 11,000 people follow Tech Guide on Twitter, and uh, just doing a little bit more on Instagram as well. 
But uh, I still, though, I'm still just sort of making sure that I, I come up good in searches. I, I think okay. that's really important. That I think. Do you I, spend money on AdWords or anything I do, like yeah. That? I've got, I spend some money per month just to keep me, just to maintain those links and to okay. make sure that I do come up in the searches. I feel like my latest stats, I think more than 60% of my traffic comes from search. So uh, that's important to, to maintain okay. that. Yep. Uh, I now, you know, a lot of I get a lot of uh, direct traffic as well, and and of course social media traffic. And and whenever there's a, a big topic when I'm on the radio, two GB gives me a lot of traffic as well. That okay. that you know that they want to. I often talk about things that if they want to find out more and see the product, then we direct them to the site. Yeah, yeah. And is what's what sort of for me one of the drivers for me to go to your site is. What do you think of this new product? Yeah, well, what, reviews are a, a big review, part of it. Yeah, you know, absolutely. So. Reviews always do well because people that, – that's where they do their research. And luckily, I do – when people type in smartphone reviews and all these search terms, I come up at, at least in the first couple of pages. So that's, that's really important that uh, people want to – find out that that bit of information i've also got a way though where readers can actually email me directly there is a big icon on the side so if you've got okay. a tech question email me through and i answer every question so that that gives uh, readers a bit of a bit of support so you'll as well. go one-on-one with everybody absolutely that, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, i'm often back and forth if they've got a they've got a product in mind or they need to justify whether why is this tv three thousand dollars cheaper than the samsung or my, is it any good or they just want to justify and make sure they're not buying a dud uh, in those sort of cases but uh, yeah i'm always replying and, and giving readers that added information they're looking for. Okay. Yeah. See, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't agree with the destination website thing. I think that's a load of bollocks, yeah. but it depends on who you're talking to. But you to, do I hear think. that that figure, though. Uh, that... Oh, look, I, I think the problem is um, that's that's organisations probably with big spread trying to find a way to, to put their head above the water, whereas, you know, mate, we're, we're, we're way down the bottom trying to just swim, right? And frankly, as long as traffic continues to be maintained and or grow, then life is good. Um, I work really hard, and we both do, I think, but I work really hard to, to just engage heavily with people on Facebook and Twitter so that you've got loyalty. Loyalty, it pays massive dividends in our game because we can say to a company, um, you know, sponsor this, stick with us for five months, and, and we will, you'll, you'll get some loyalty back from our audiences. Um, you know, I've put a lot of effort into Facebook over the last little while. Um, my, my wife's actually doing a bit of that, so we're, okay. you know, we're running competitions every week. We want to really, you know, engage people, have people realise that we're a EFTM is a kind of fun brand. It's it's not some it's not just about the website. Like I, I don't mind if people don't click on the website. Don't, I don't care at all. You'll never see me doing clickbait headlines because. I'll tell you the price in the Facebook post. Okay. I'll tell you that um, DJI have released a new drone. It's eight hundred and fifty fifty nine dollars. Because if you're going to be interested, you're going to click it. Like I'm not going to. You're going to find that information you're out somewhere. Click here for the price. Or yeah, I mean that's that's, that's. that's. I just think that's that's where people go wrong, and that's where it yep. becomes this kind of you lose faith in your audience that way. Um, but social is such a great space to engage with people. You, you, you when it, when a post goes up, and today's been a, like an awesome day. We we both did a a review of a, a new product called the Light Ultimate Lightning McQueen, a silly little toy that is unbelievable. It's the most amazing thing I've seen in a very long time. Video traffic to that and the Facebook like. I've, I don't think I've ever put up a, a post that's had 71 shares in, in 12 hours. Like, it's just ridiculous, yeah. and it's just going mad. So what is it? It's a, it's a it's, little toy. It's a remote control car. Yeah, kids Sparrow, to, the kids company toy. that made the kids little toy ball. for yeah. the next Cars movie. From and, it's a um, character out of the Disney Pixar movie Cars. Well, but it's all those yeah. Disney unboxing sites and all that. They just oh, yeah. massive, that's all that Crazy, stuff. And see, because it? we're lucky enough to have it early, we can show people what it is, okay. and people are seeing it for the first mm. time and going, wow. Mm. And now, mate, if... 
you know, a small percentage of those people go, wow, and go to my site, great. But I just want them to go, wow, and go, oh, that guy, you know, that like, it's all about reputation for me. I, I want people to recognise me. I want people to remember my name. I want people to see EFTM as being a brand of some, you know, stature to them. And that's all you try and build over the years. It does, like, mm. we're not in, this is not an overnight game. Yeah. We're not, we don't have a board that's directing, you know, traffic numbers and advertising revenue. I've just got a wife that needs the mortgage paid and the kids that need to be fed. <laughs> Don't we all? But you are growing, so you might have a board one day, mate. You seem to be adding staff and, you know. Well, no, but see, remember, they're nearly hiring like, your own plane going to Vegas for money. They're, 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 just, they're just lovers of what we do yeah. and they love the hobby as much as I do. EFTM mm. is a hobby. I make, on, on the list of things I make money out of, EFTM is not in the top three. But you have employees? Nope. You don't? Oh, they're no. contributors? Yeah, Jeff okay. Potramani does it because he just yep. bloody loves the rorts. Okay. Um, <laughs> Bowen too, loves driving cars and, and it's a good fun thing. Mm. And when we go to Vegas, that is a great trip for them. You know, it cost me like 45 grand last year to bring all the boys. We hired a helicopter, we raced cars, <laughs> but we made great content out of yep. it, right? Yeah, Doing daily videos was a silly idea that Rob Locke had, but it's worked awesomely and creates great engagement with a really loyal audience and we have a bucket of fun. And essentially, you're living a life that other people want to live, so why not yeah. show it off? I took, I took a, a young video guy with me to CES as well this year. We, okay. we did some, some, made some good content as well. And yeah, Trevor's right. I think it's, it's people, they, they, they recognise your brand and they, they think, well, yeah, I, I know that if I go, this brand has always been reputable in the past and gives me good info, info that's relevant to me as well. Like, we're, we're very much consumer tech people. We're and remember, gonna... James, we're 100% Australian, both of us. Yeah. And I think it's a really big difference in our market. There are big brands in our game. Gizmodo, CNET, Lifehacker, all these names and brands. But, you know, you go to those websites and good luck finding the Australian content. Yeah. which is fine because there's really cool content there. But if you're looking for the Australian price on something, sometimes it's listed 15th after the US price. So that's our point of difference is we're here for the Aussies and we're here to, to provide content to the Aussie audience. It's yeah. great fun. Now, I know you boys, you're sort of very upfront about um, naming your sponsors and you put it yeah. on your website, yeah. who's yeah. involved and all that sort of stuff. No, I've got to – because I come from Talkback Radio, yeah. I've got a long history. I understand cash for comment. I've yeah. got a disclosure page on my website that lists every company that's ever advertised with me that I'm an ambassador for, for anything. Like I list every trip that I do, who who, who I went with and why. Yeah. I everything is at the bottom listed. of every story on yeah. a trip who's – yeah. It's taking me there. Uh, yeah. I, mean, so I had an argument with a bloke once. I did a, I did a story on That's the Today Show. That's a change. Show. I had an argument with someone <laughs> yeah. on Twitter, did you? That's yeah. a change. I was on Twitter too. Um, <laughs> this bloke, uh, we, we, I, post, I did, a, did a story on, on Today Show about mobile phone deals and we ended with a special deal for Today Show viewers from Kogan Mobile. And uh, it was a bloody great deal. It was like 30% off. It was ridiculous. And uh, this bloke email, like, tweeted back going, yeah, good advertorial. And I've gone, oh. well, who do you think paid for that? He goes, well, clearly the mobile phone company. I said, mate, you're an idiot because I had, I had the idea that it, I knew that Today Show would be responsive to a, a, a viewer offer. Who wouldn't be? I rang Rosalind Kogan and said, mate, can you do anything? Because no, no, I can't read Telstra. They're just going to go, no. He goes, yeah, let me think about it. Comes back to me a day later. I get it on the air. No one paid any money. I didn't get paid. Kogan didn't pay. No one got any money other than Kogan getting customers. Mm. And it was just a bloody great segment. We just did something nice for consumers. But some narcs out there think that oh, everything yeah. is a bloody advertorial. But, you know, you can, you can win some. Well, following sometimes. you on uh, socials is quite fun because you're not going to take it from the narcs. You, no, you, you fire back hard. But do you ever sort of bite your tongue and go, oh, no, I no, him bite his tongue. No. Look, look at my tongue, not a single mark. <laughs> <laughs> no. Mate, my, so thing, my, policy is, my policy is if you give it to me, I'll give it to you. And frankly, um, 
I'm, I get offended very easily too. And the best example, I went to Utah with Ford two mm. weeks ago. And look, I'll brag. I was the only Australian journalist there, not just tech journalist, motoring journalist, right? Any journalist. It was a massive thing for I me. Know, like I a, knocked that trip back. Oh, yeah, big, <laughs> like it was a big deal for me. Uh, it was a recorded spot on the Today Show, which is a big deal in itself. Plus yep. it was the Ford trip. I posted the article and the, and the story a little while later and then uh, – a journo, uh, Mike Sinclair's his name was public, so I'm going to name that. him, yeah, yeah. from motoring.com. He goes, it's very interesting that Ford Australia would eschew the, the <laughs> motoring fraternity and send you know someone else or something like that. No. And I just wrote back, man, how insulting is that? Mm. I'm a motoring journalist. As far as I'm concerned, I'm a motoring journalist as much as I am a technology journalist. I don't use the word journalist, to be honest, because I'm not. Um, but it was offensive to me, yeah. and he didn't see well, that. you said something about understanding reach. And I said, rate, mate, you, you know. need to learn mm. that reach – and, uh, and I think, well, I can't remember what I said, ratings and reach are very important things to companies and that's something I was able to deliver. I delivered 50 radio stations, a national TV spot, a website article and a YouTube video, the last two being the least significant of all. And I don't care how big your car website is, you can't beat that reach. And he just, mate, he rolled roll up in a corner and, and didn't say anything more. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, oh, mate, no point letting people just abuse you for fun. Sure. Now, look, we got a, we covered um, Stephen's background. Now, in 2009, 2010, it was before you even joined SBS, wasn't it? Uh, no, you, no, I went to SBS you... in June 2008. Oh, okay. So, so it yeah. was shortly after you yeah, joined. Yeah, but then. I went okay. – so what, remember, I was doing a tech show in, at GB in 2007, and when I left GB, I decided to stop doing it, so it was a clean break. Yep. But then I, I missed radio so much, I, I went back and did a, like a one-hour show, and that's – I was doing Your Tech Life either, and or on the radio and the podcast and that when, and the website, and I was at SBS, you know, doing my day job there as business manager, and then, you know, that's when we started doing the podcast. Okay, because I remember we did some stories – we talked to you at, at Media Week when you were working yeah. at – Quarry, I think, and and it was when they were getting into um, digital, digital radio, radio and, yeah, and and we and it might have been completely we accurate, but it was, it was like so. one of the channels is almost running off an iPod. It I think, was, was it was an iPod Shuffle. <laughs> uh, I think I've still got a photo of it. Um, I, just, <laughs> I loaded up a bunch of content, plugged it in, and it was a radio station. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I even put a two GB plus sticker on it, but two GB <laughs> plus was an iPod Shuffle, and it was right. a digital radio station, and that was. Yeah, that was 2000. Mate, that would have been like 2004, five. Yeah, like yeah. Super yeah, early mid, on. Mid, digital radio um, was infancy. Right? And digital radio yeah. was just a trial back then, you know. Yeah. It was a different. It was actually DAB, not DAB+. Plus. Uh, I think I did a deal with Sanya to bring like 1,000 radios in because CRA wouldn't get any for us and we gave them away <laughs> to people. It was good fun, but you know, that was a long time ago now. Do you think they've done a good job with – because no. DAB+, plus means nothing to the general so, public. And we had not this outside the metro area anyway. Well, we no, had, but even just the normal Joe, yeah. DAB+, plus, so, I didn't have a clue, would they? Uh, cheerio. Why don't Warner. they just call? Um, but <laughs> well, no, she does a great job in the radio sector. But totally. why don't they just call it digital radio? Are they not allowed? Or oh, they do. But I guess the why? problem is is DAB Plus is the technology, and that's what it's going to show up in most, like in cars and things, and on the radio. So mm. they the can't control the how it's branded. Um, look, the challenge, I still think it was a great thing at the time, but it was in this black hole of time between, you know, analogue radio and now internet radio. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we had this conversation on the podcast. The issue is that digital radio is not in tunnels. Um, it is not in regional areas. And frankly, as far as I'm concerned, never will be because the government will never fund that. And secondly, and I haven't discussed this broadly, but I drive a lot of cars. And when they've got digital radio, 90% of them are awful. Really? Because people that understand the industry, there's three multiplexes, there's three transmitters. 
One one is commercial radio, the second one is commercial radio, and the third one is ABC and SBS. And in some cars, to get from ABC 702 to 2GB, you don't just have to change station, you have to change transmitter and then change station. It's just awful. Oh. It's a shit user experience. Yes. And yeah. that's never going to change. And so the fact that they haven't got the tunnels, they haven't got the regional areas, and it's not a great experience in most cars means that people are going to stream before they before stream they using um, apps. Uh, before they digital radio. And Part the of launch, the 300th episode today. The launch of Radio App, which is which I've got a massive wrap on from commercial radio, is an unbelievably well-designed app. It's fast. It allows you to access all the radio stations on your smartphone. I love the way it starts instantaneously. I know. You and you, you change those, station boom, and boom, it's, it's up. Yeah, and, that's and fantastic. It is amazing. And now that you can put it in your car on Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, I know it sounds weird to say it's, it's amazing that radio is available in your car. Yeah. But it's amazing and it's important that radio sits alongside streaming and podcasting and on anything on demand. Otherwise, in five years from now, people have to press three buttons to get radio and they won't bother. Yeah. So it's yeah. good. I mean, it's amazing. It's really mm-hmm. good. Yes. Um, so to just run us through what, what you do then. So you've got Talking Lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, so Talking Lifestyle, weekdays you, you would call it a base. Yeah, 8 p.m. weeknights on Talking Lifestyle, Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane. Yep. So one-hour show. And that's podcast. But it's interesting. You podcast each segment, don't you? You yeah, don't so podcast the whole show. I decided – no, there were two podcasts. There's, oh, there's a oh, okay. whole show podcast. Right. And then there's another stream of podcasts, which is just the interviews. Yep. <clears throat> um, just which because, is good because you can really – Dig in without having to go through the whole. Yeah, thing. I mean, uh, talking lifestyle is Macquarie is using Omni now. The um, okay, uh, the Southern Cross funded yep. uh, Longzheng app uh, and website. It's I mean, it's an unbelievable platform that allows you to get on demand audio so quickly. It's so great. Every time a company says, "Oh, you did mention this," I say, "Here's the clip." Like it's it's like having a flash logger in my own home. It's amazing. <clears throat> so yeah, we podcast that. That's every night of the week, and it gives me something to now fall with back Nick, on. Nick Bennett. Nick the- Bennett hosts from five pm till nine pm. Um, loves a good music reference. Jesus, loves his, <laughs> loves his MTV days. Like no, like knows music like no one I, I've ever met, which is amazing. Um, and he's a, he's a lovely bloke. It's so good doing the show with him. Um, we I spent uh, you know, three months doing the show in the studio so that we built a rapport and knew who each other were before I started doing it from home because it's a different vibe, you know. To, to not can know you pre-record any if you have to, or if you? Uh, we try not to, but yeah, yeah I, I can physically if we need to, but um, we try not to because why? You know, if someone yeah, yeah. wants to listen. I'm still a bit egotistical about it. If you want to be on the radio, make yourself available at eight twenty at nine. Okay. If the if the CEO of Ford can come on next Monday night at eight forty, then and the CEO of Vodafone can do the same. Okay. I don't care who you are. I'm not going to pre-record. It's you know seriously, it's, yeah, it's yeah. good exposure, um, and it's going really well. You know, we're getting calls. The listeners are there. The ratings were great uh, yep. compared to the rest of the station, like on, on an average last last survey. So, man, I'm, I'm happy. But that, so that's just a base. That's just things okay. to do every the night. The nine network. The Nine Network is uh, – it's a great question. Um, yeah, I mean, I just do the Today Show whenever I'm here, really. Um, you know, uh, there was a period – You do a lot of content for them. They, they must love it because it's, it's good stuff, isn't it? I, mean, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give myself a wrap. Um, <laughs> no, look, I, so, I mean, there was a period in – we came back from CS. I did like seven segments in six days or something, you know. When, when you've got a lot to talk about, there's a lot to, a lot to do. But they – look, I, I've over a course of two and a half years, I've learned very much what they want, how they work, um, the Today Show this is, because I've been doing a current affair for like seven years years now um and do that was on last night for a segment there you know there's still segments there but today's show is just a really fun thing because i can go what about this for an idea um um, there was a thing where it was like how do you turn an old car into a new car and we got an old kingswood in the studio i got radios you know i like to make it work right i don't like to just stand there and say point at things and say this works i took we did a winter warmer segment i took heated blankets in we had meat pies like it was 
you know, you, we like to go to a bit of trouble to make it look good and they've spent money on that set. They've got a new big LED wall. We make it light up. So, yeah, I'll, I'll do either a new spot for them ad hoc or I've probably got six stories, six six segments in the pipeline with them over the next, you know, eight to nine weeks, which will drop whenever, you know, I'm in, I'm in town basically. Um, love doing the show. And, you know, Carl and Lisa are amazing. Timmy and Sylvia are great. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a family, mate. That show, like no other media company I've worked for, is a family. It's so good. Crosses when you're away. I think Barcelona. I mean, they yep. don't have a they don't have a correspondent in Barcelona. No. What happens there? You just got to organise a camera. What? Yeah, what I do? just uh, so CES in Barcelona, for example. I just ring a local camera crew and okay. uh, make sure they've got a sat truck or whatever. CES is easy. They all gets linked back through LA. But Barcelona. And now that I've done them all kind of once, I just ring the same company and say, "Can we do it again?" Yeah. Um, and it's really just then a matter of who's paying. Um, you know, hopefully the the vendor that's taking me there is willing to pay the the satellite cost. They're very minimal normally. Um, and and yeah, just you know, it's. The hard part is, again, rather than just standing there and saying, I'm here and this is what happened, it's saying to all the vendors, I need the phones in my hands at 10 o'clock at night. Um, can you lend them to me? The thing that you just launched, can I have that for the night? Um, you know, a lot of effort goes into those things. It's not, not an easy thing to do. Like, you can spend a day doing a two-minute segment. Yes. So, but it's fun, mate. And, and, and make no bones about it, that's, that's profile. Yeah. Like, that's why I do it because the, the companies like Apple, Intel, <laughs> Samsung, they don't send you around the world for fun. They don't send you around the world because you, it's, a, it's annoying to me. They don't send you around the world because you've got a radio show. They send us around the world because we can possibly get them TV. Yeah. And, and that's what they want, and I'm, I'm cool with that. But I'm also honest with them and say, look, <clears throat> I had a company once ring me and say, can we do this thing and that thing? And I went, what, what do you want out of it? And they said, oh, TV would be great. So it's not going to happen. It's just not a TV story. Yeah. So if that means that's a deal breaker, and they go, yeah, I'm, I'm fine, which is a bit embarrassing, but... Yeah, just, I prefer to be honest with people and, and know what their expectations are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything else that we haven't covered? That's that's basically it, isn't it? You sort of yeah. So radio, TV, podcast, website. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then my the other thing is, I mean, I made the point as when I left SBS of getting a manager who could handle all the kind of other engagements. You know, I got uh, ambassador thing with Office Works. I got a you know a bit of speaking gigs that come up, which you know speaking gigs are great money, like mm. uh, really good money. And it's easy work for someone that can talk underwater, as you can tell. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's good to have someone that just organises that. So it kind of splits out really nicely across everything, and it means that if one thing falls through, then you know hopefully I'll be able to pick it up some other way. Mm-hmm. Motor vehicles, um, tech and motor vehicles. It seems to me that the car companies still don't quite get it that. You could use that. You've still got to dig deep into the information that comes with the car to find out exactly yeah. what tech. For me, I'd buy a car on what it offers me in terms of tech. Yeah, which, I agree. Which it's still hard. To, it used to be near impossible. You know who gets that they're now? They're getting better Audi. at it. Audi gets that now. Do they? Um, you know, they, they're very big on the on the in-car tech they've got, their virtual dashboards, their Apple CarPlay. The, the, the rise of Apple CarPlay and Android Auto have enabled us to get – closer into that game because they understand that that is a massive point of difference, whether it's because they've got it exclusively or whether it's just because it exists. You know, a Hyundai i30 or a Holden Astra are not amazing cars to drive. They're not, you know, racetrack cars. But for 20 grand, you're getting Apple CarPlay, which means it's an amazing integration between your phone and your car. It'd be fair to say that now people who are considering buying cars... Of all the boxes that need to be ticked before they make a decision, tech's now one of them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, how, how con- the yeah. connectivity, CarPlay, Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, all, all these other features, safety features that are, 
as well. I think that's that's uh, because all the big companies are realising that now. The car sort of works okay, doesn't it? Yeah, you know the motors are okay, and you know the the Ford GT is a good example of that, right? You you could take a motoring journal and you could say it has you know six hundred and forty seven horsepower and goes two hundred and seventeen miles an hour and it feels dynamic through the corners and the torque vectoring is amazing. But really, it's got an amazing digital dashboard that, if you think about it, will be the future of how digital dashboards work on everyday cars in the future. Mm. It's also got Apple CarPlay. Um, You know, there's it's there's some pretty amazing tech in there, and I think bringing those things out are just as important, especially for a car they're never going to sell because they're all sold out. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting to hear that from companies and also to give that feedback back. I, whenever I go on, a, on an event with uh, Jaguar Land Rover, put my hand, I don't ask questions in press conferences, but whenever there's a person there talking about the car, I say, listen, it's got Android Auto or CarPlay. They go, no, we're working on it. I'm like, you know what, everyone else has got it, people. You're a bit behind the times. And I think what they, they hear, they've they got to hear that from us. Well, nobody wants a car if you, if your phone won't work. That's the first right. thing. I wouldn't yeah. buy any car, no matter how good it was, yeah. how cheap it was, if yeah. I just don't get that connectivity. Have you got Apple no, CarPlay? It's a deal breaker. Have no, you got I Apple don't. CarPlay? No. Yeah. no. Got to get a new car, mate. It's amazing. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think things like that, the uh, the new Hyundai i30, yeah. 20 grand, it's got 20 it all, grand's got Apple it? CarPlay. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's a smart move because that's attracting customers. But mm. you're finding that a lot of tech companies are now partnering with auto- automotive companies. And there's the rumours around Apple, what they're doing with their cars and the whole, the, the whole thing moving forward about autonomous driving is another big thing as well. And car companies know that they, for them to go to be competitive in the tech space, they need to have a partner. Yeah. If you look and at the last six years we've been doing this podcast – the next six years, I mean, there's been some pretty big stuff happening in those six years, but the next six years are going to be enormous, yeah. just as yeah. enormous. And to be honest, think about drones, think about cars. They're going to be much more relevant than phones yeah. uh, in our next six years, I reckon. We had a lot of – I think there's a drone – and I've said this on our podcast too. I think having – like the, we were at CES this year and we saw a drone that actually can take a passenger, the E-Hang oh, 184. Really? It's a passenger drone. So it's autonomous. It can take one passenger – and they're already tr- testing it in China. It's going to go online for passengers in Dubai this year. So that, I think, is going to be I'll something you're going to see. Happy to be a passenger, just not the first one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'll, put, I'll put my hand up too. But I, but I think you're going to see probably that type of technology introduced and being used before autonomous driving. Right. Because uh, – We're ever going to get that, though? We're ever going to really get – in our lifetime? Yeah, so so it's, it's, an e- it's a tough question to answer because autonomous driving means different things to different people. There are yeah. – cars. There are six levels of autonomous cars. And if you go okay. to level six, which is a car just driving itself around mm. randomly and picking people up, <laughs> mate, that's 20 years away. That's yeah. 25, maybe 30 years yeah. away. But, you know, I was driving a Volvo this week that was happy to na- navigate the well, – It's not in Steve's lifetime, but you and me, mate. Um, so yeah, levels of autonomy will become well, more prevalent in every single car. What's the the for someone someone said that a child born in 2017 may never have to learn how to drive. Yeah, wow. Well, yeah, is and that 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 really sort of brings it to to the, yeah, the, yeah. the front forefront. Yeah. How how it's really moving forward quickly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Look what. I'll sort of wind this up. What we used to like to do is just run through the different categories, see what you guys are using, yep. what you've abandoned, what you think's good out there. Uh, we always used to do it with Still phones. with Amanda. Oh, we're talking about tech. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> are you both still iPhone guys? Yep. Or? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. yeah. And primarily because my kids can message me on from their iPods. Yep. When my kids – so maybe in six years from now when my kids have all got phones – 
texting becomes a, a thing. But right now, they've got a, a five-year-old's got an iPod. He can send me emojis yeah. um, wherever I'm in the world, and I can FaceTime them. And sorry, Android, there's nothing that you can do to help me make that work. Yeah. So right I'm now, normally juggling phones. Though, like I've, I, you, I've always got two phones on me at a, at a time. I'm always reviewing one. Yeah, and we're using like, we use it as our phones to review them. Uh, but they yeah, normally come back to the iPhone as as our main our main our daily driver. But right now, the iPhone's not the best phone on the market. It's probably it? probably in the top three. Okay. But it's not the best phone on the market. But that's yep. only because it's out of cycle. Ask yeah. us again in two months, and it'll yeah. be the best phone on the market. Okay. Who'd, who'd be up there? What are you if you had to Samsung, pick Samsung, SA, um, yeah. Huawei. Yeah, Huawei, um, the sure. P10 actually came out today. The what P10, was P10 the Plus? factory you visited in HTC. Taiwan? HTC. HTC. Yeah. Unbelievable. That was, a, that was yeah. fascinating. Great phone, but not, not, a, not a top three phone. No, but, okay. but a really nice but it, phone. It, okay. it is their flagship phone, though. Like HTC, that they sort of were were uh, ha- enjoying a really good spell, then sort of took a bit of a dip. But I think, but this is, they're on the rise again with this device, the U11. Oh, I'm impressed. It's got good. The things that, that you have to do with your phone, take photos, listen to music. It does both really well. In fact, its camera on the U11 has been voted by DxO Mark. There's this, this body that judges the smartphone cameras, has given it the highest mark for a smartphone. So it's the, they're saying it's the best smartphone camera you can okay. buy. I, I can never remember their name, but the British tech people always pick this one phone that's number one and it's um it's a under a different brand here i think it's uh, called it's um, not it, well okay i don't think i thought it might be in the huawei because nah. in, in america they're the honor and stuff like that no nah. <coughs> huawei's the top the third yeah, anyway. company anyway yes. huawei's they're up there as well right, right. samsung still uh number one and followed by apple and huawei were making a rise and okay. uh, Oppo's and uh, Oppo and Alcatel. Uh, Alcatel have had well, I think just by volume, they're the, still the Number third three. highest uh, brand in Australia by volume behind yep. Apple and Samsung. Blackberry's so. back in the next month. Yes, yeah. the key okay. one. To yeah. out soon. Great phone. Nokia also making a comeback with their Android phones as well. Yeah. yeah. So there's still room for all these big players. I mean, Mate, well, there's a lot of phones sold every year. Yeah. 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 And, and, and you, think, you think of the market now where people want to buy, not that everyone wants to be locked into a contract. No. And there's so many deals out there for SIM just to buy a SIM. And so people want to spend three, four, five hundred dollars The phone they're buying today would have been a premium phone two years ago. So there's a lot of value in, in those mid-level phones. And I think we, we've – how many – for six years we've been saying that a lot of companies don't understand the pricing of their devices, trying to price something against the iPhone or the iPad or Samsung – uh, they, they fall by the wayside, but a lot of companies are getting the message now where there's a healthy market in that mid or super mid-range where uh, we're seeing a lot of devices this year. Is the laptop still critical for a, for a business person yeah, on the I, road? I, look, you, I, yeah, I still carry one around everywhere. I, yep. can, I still can't convert to a tablet, and you know, I'm using a couple. I've used a couple of great Windows laptops of late, um, mm-hmm. not using a Mac, and I think the, the Windows laptops today are better than they've ever been uh, in, in, in all time, HP, Toshiba, um, there's some really good laptops the, out there the right Sam, now. You, you, we, <coughs> Samsung you Galaxy Tab the, Pro S. The Tab Pro S is oh, yeah, uh, pretty like, good. Lights keep, out. Keep oh. <laughs> the, um, we're in a building where it's energy uh, saving right, or whatever, and the, the lights light. always fine. turn off. Let's, let's save on, some energy. On the button at, um, at about quarter past the power five of the podcast yeah. in winter. Down, so we sit here in the dark and <laughs> I'll go and put it on. While I'm doing that, I'll ask you about the the Surface. Yeah, What's, Surface what, Pro. How's that go? Just Surface Pro, which generation. is the fifth, fifth edition. We, we, is it called the Surface Pro 5? No, we don't Surface know. Pro. Surface Pro. See, Microsoft a, have done a good job to bring their brand, the Surface brand, into a new space, and it's a, it's a premium space. The, the problem that Microsoft had was other people were making devices with their operating system on, mm. and they were okay devices. So what Microsoft do is they create this super premium product, the Surface, 
they, they, they obviously want to sell them, but what they actually want is for everyone else to copy them. And they want Lenovo, Toshiba, Acer, they want everyone to build devices as good as them so that all of the, some of the Windows computers are as good, if not better, than Apple. And so what that's, yeah. Microsoft they've, tries to create a flagship. They've really, they've really hit a solid patch now with their, their devices, the Surface Pro being one of them, the Surface Book, the Surface Studio, which is this amazing mm. desktop computer they've got where the screen actually lowers almost flat to the desk. It's almost like a big tablet. It, yeah, yeah, it, it is, is, mate. It's huge. It's it a beautiful big thing. Did they sell many of them, didn't they? No. But when they do sell them, yeah. for mm. the right user, in, it's perfect for yeah. the creative you walk into a creative agency, it's all, it's all Macs now, iMacs, because they're such a beautiful thing. But, mate, two or three of these around the office, and mm. every other designer is going to go, why can't I have that? <laughs> No, that's yeah, the way it, it works. Good, yeah. If you know yeah. it in a big office, and, they all say, why has he got and that? And that's really putting the blowtorch to Apple too because I can't foresee them making a touchscreen iMac anytime soon. Nope. They've been against the whole touchscreen on their laptops and, and desktop Which is computers. stupid. So they should we're, we're, they're, they're feeling the heat now, I think, and especially now where, and we talk about this today too, the, the Surface Pro is being put up against the Mac laptops as well. Right. And a lot of their marketing even says, oh, you're, you're, my, Mac, my Mac can't do that. Mm. So I, I don't know whether, they, will they ever relent? Will they ever? They have to. They oh. kind of hung in there with the smaller screens on the iPhone, which then eventually they, they changed. Yeah. Oh, they have to relent. They have to release a touch screen. Well, but is that, um, that'll, what about at the, least laptop. that'll cannibalize the iPad and no, all the other products. Not at all. Not well, what about the iPad? There's that sort of they're sort of stuck at the high end of the iPad. What they're, they're stuck at they're is, different um, well, stuck configurations. The you can't get you can't get an iPad that's got the best of everything because there's well, two but, competing yeah. because they're they're supporting two operating systems. We'll, we'll find out more about this at the Worldwide Developers Conference where they'll show us the new iOS for the iPhone and iPad, the new Mac OS, the new Apple TV. IOS, think we'll see any hardware or watch. not? For sure. Possibly, yeah. There, there's there's a lot of rumors. We still about think they'll announce the phone. Yeah, really. Or, or hint, or hint at a phone. They have to show. Phone. So remember this: if if the iPhone X edition eight has a screen similar to Samsung, so there's no home button and all that kind of stuff, it's a taller screen. They have to tell the developers before the phone comes out, so the developers can rebuild their apps to suit. So they have to at least tease the new design. Yeah. Yep. Maybe not announce the phone, maybe not show the phone, but tease yeah. the way it will work so that the developers can begin that process and, then, and yeah. the rumours will run then for By two the months before it comes announced. out in September, there'll be stuff ready to go. Like, yep. No phone will be They're going to have the world's best developers there at this event as well as the, as the journalists. So we've been speculating that for, for a while that I think Apple really have to, the, the, unlike what they do in the past, they've got to sort of show their hand a little bit early this time to prevent the run of Samsungs and all these other companies that are bringing out these premium devices. And a lot of people, quite frankly, are thinking, think, well, I'm going to take up the Samsung or I'm going to try something else. Yeah. Because the, yep. the, the 7, iPhone 7, the 6, They've, we've kind of had the same design for three years, and, and, and I know people that have, haven't bothered upgrading to the 7 because it looks a lot like the 6 or yep. the 6S. So yep. I think that we're, we're going to see something, being the 10th anniversary as well of the iPhone, we're going to see something pretty special this year. I think Apple, uh, they're, they're going to have to come they out with to. something that's going to be amazing. Yeah. The iPhone year. edition, the iPhone X has yeah. to be something special for the 10th anniversary, otherwise they, they will look like they've gone stagnant. Not that that shows in their share price, $150. Yeah. And <laughs> biggest, they got plenty of cash. Biggest value ever, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Look, a couple of things. There's a good couple of questions left about TV, then a couple on travel. So where are we at with televisions? Yeah, uh, yeah. televisions screen, have plateaued, right? Televisions have screens. plateaued. We now know that I think it's 55 inches the, is the kind of yeah. median People don't really seem to want to go much bigger than no, that. No, they do. No, do no, they? no. They, that's, they they're not going more. lower than that, I think right? Samsung had oh, right, stats okay. this week that I think 63% of the research that, that their customers want something bigger than 55 inches. The challenge inches, right? is TVs 
haven't evolved in two or three years now. They look better every year, yes, yep. but the marketing them, it's all about HDR and Dolby Vision and Quantum Dots. Yeah. It's all bull. Like, it's, <laughs> it's just too hard to 4K, explain. 4K, yeah. We, we get to see them and see that it's better. That's a common question. Like but I had a question this it? year. Someone said, look, if, um, what am I missing out on if I buy a 2016 TV over a 2017 TV? I said, well, the HDR quality. What are you missing out on is spending more money. Yeah. Do you need 4K? Yes. Yeah. Because definitely. once you've got 4K on a big screen TV and you load one thing that has it, like a Blu-ray player or an Xbox well, Net- or something. Netflix 4K. Uh, Netflix that. in 4K yeah. is stunning. Really and, nice. uh, yeah, now that we're getting good internet, Netflix 4K is unbelievable. Will there be something better than 4K then? No. Well, they're in talking the – there's 8K exists now, but you need like a 96-inch screen to even appreciate it. So I can't see – Which is probably 20 8, 8K, grand or something. 8K, yeah, well, yeah and, and the rest. Oh, wow. Okay. 8K Just exists. Enjoy 4K. Yeah, 4K yeah, yeah. Is, is pretty good. Makes – are all the big ones? Well, no, LG's no. really had a run with OLED. Their OLED TVs are spectacular. What's OLED mean? A, a organic light emitting diode. So that means it doesn't need a backlight. It, it, it emits light when when power so supplies it looks through. Better. So the, the blacks, blacks are black. Look blacks amazing. Colors are incredible, and the screen is two point five millimeters thick. But they're all shitting themselves because Hisense is doing very well. Hisense is selling yeah. great TVs at yeah. much lower prices. You get introducing Hisense premium 4K? TVs. Yep, yes, absolutely. Yep. All, all um, brands have got 4K now. And, and, and they all come out of Foxconn or something in China, loads. though, do they? No, they've, all, there's, they've all got their own. There's only really three or four factories. Yeah. Um, but Hisense, and I'm not using Samsung panels. Hisense, yeah, LG, Samsung. Yeah. Do they? Um, but Hisense has, has found a, a niche in, in a price point, and they're selling beautifully in Harvey's. And I think for six of the last seven months, of up, up until March this was, so up until February maybe in, in terms of numbers, they were the number one. How big can you go with Hisense? Can you do 60? They're going to have go 88. 88. Yeah. You go 88. The Series 9. I think is coming out wow. with 88 inches. And oh, yeah. Series 8, the Series 7 is currently So you could get an, something in the 80s, you could get it 4K. Yeah. You'd yeah. be saving a shitload, wouldn't you? Yes, oh, you from would. Sense. Sense. I mean, if you'd be you, spending yeah. a lot. It's like a... For thirteen grand or something? Would it be thirteen grand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the high sensors the, the, for for the eighty eight inch. 88, what about yeah. the seventy seventy fives or something? Yeah, well, that's so, when you yeah. drop. So that drops in seventy five will probably cost you the same as an LG or Samsung sixty five, yeah. and that's right, okay. basically or fifty five. Sometimes fifty five. Yeah. So, but trust me, I, I've never rec- like I've had a lot of people buy high sense TVs on my recommendation because they didn't have the money for the. But how many drugs. people have asked? And they all love them. They think why why is high sense three thousand dollars cheaper than a Samsung? What's the catch, yeah. which and is they just—they need that justification to say, you know what, it's a good TV. They just got a better economies of scale or whatever yeah. their productions are. Go for but it. But it's also why they're bringing out more premium TVs this year, so they actually have TVs at a higher price, so people don't think that they're cheap. You know, it's a, it's okay. a very interesting. Uh, what about your mate Rustlin? Now he's does he still have his own brand yep. TVs? Yeah, yeah, he yep. still brings his own really TVs well. and bloody everything. And I mean, he's got he's got a sixty-five. That was how he started, pretty much. Yeah, wasn't absolutely. Yeah. He, he, you know, I won't go great. It's a great story uh, mm. because what he how he started was he wanted to buy like twenty TVs. Chinese factory said, "You're kidding yourself." Mm. He said, "See this manual you ship in English? It's it's awful. You can't read it. I'll rewrite it for you in actual English, not Chinglish." And it, you give me the TVs. And that's, he went around all the factories and did that and wow. did small yep. volume deals, yep. sold a bunch of TVs, and now he's listening on the stock market, going gangbusters. And, um, yeah. you know, he's mobile. Took he's over to dicksmith.com.au as well. So it's had their one-year one anniversary. He's done pretty good. Yep. Now, you also track the TV content fairly closely because yep. I think it, that your audiences mm-hmm. are really interested in mm. that. Yeah. Foxtel seems to be at the crossroads here. It's... Bloody, it's expensive, uh, it's yeah. confusing. As Foxtel, well, just, as Foxtel, just, Foxtel, Foxtel, Foxtel play Foxtel, is a big event, big, I think, next yeah. We're not going to be there, it's, on the, it's yeah. on the 6th. So. Same, I'm going to be away too. Yeah, but. good to see everyone else pick up on my story from two weeks ago that <laughs> oh. Foxtel have dropped to like 19 yeah. channels, yeah. right? Foxtel play, they've dropped 19 channels. So clearly, um, 
So Foxtel's not dying. The business model's still great. But in five years from now, the current business model will be an issue. Won't, won't be dead, but it'll be an issue. So what they need to do is, is quickly rejig their, their streaming OTT service. Um, they need to offer the same value, so low cost, 10 or $25, and they need to offer a bunch of content. So I think what they have to do with Foxtel now is say, which is the new brand, is say for $10, $15 a month, you get access to everything catch-up, like every channel in catch-up, but the extra dollars will cost you to get the broadcast streams. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. a, So imagine Stan is just catch-up content, really, if you think of it that way. So imagine all Foxtel content was available for $15, $20 a month and you could watch anything no matter what channel package you had. And then if you want the broadcast sport channels and stuff, you pay the extra. So but don't you think, that's a guess. Don't you think that Foxtel moving forward is the set-top box becoming less relevant? Like if they need – like now with the so – let's use Netflix as the model and Stan. Yeah, it's just going to be a like an app. All that content's there. If you want to watch live, then yeah. you can. But we've got all these smart TVs, these, these no, the, speedy yeah, the connections. This is and if I mean. you want to record it, just attach a hard drive to your TV with copyright in place you and all need, of that. This is, this is the thing. Yeah. You, the, there's two models that need to exist for the next five years. One of them is the box in the people's houses because it's good quality and HD and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. The second one is an app that appears on Apple TV, on the, on the Telstra TV, on their own puck box, whatever you want, um, which has the catch-up content and the live content. Um, and, and you, didn't, you never need to record anything because everything's available in catch-up. As the rights, rights deals are done, everything's available in catch-up. You never need to record anything. So mm-hmm. in five years from now, when rights deals are such that there is no such thing as a, as a program that's only linear, um, you'll never need an IQ box because everything will be available on demand. So, but we've got to get to that point. Is there any issues with streaming lots of live channels via an app? But you can do that, okay? Yeah, well, if, if your Fox? internet's all right, right? Yeah, yeah, still yeah. go. That's, that's one of my favourite apps. True, yeah. Just, but just ask, just ask Stan and Netflix who do it very well. But Foxtel Play is awful. You, you, you ask right. any Foxtel Play user, and they think it's awful. Well, it's I just don't quite terrible streaming. There's Foxtel Go, Foxtel Play, mm-hmm. um, Foxtel, Foxtel on demand, yeah. and then just Foxtel. It's just yeah. So I think all of that disappears and becomes Foxtel Now. Yeah. Foxtel uh, Home users get to access to Foxtel Now. Foxtel now customers get whatever they choose to buy in it, and it's one brand. That would be my guess for June the 6th. Yep. Fetch, Stan, Netflix. Stan's going great guns, Stan's don't going you reckon? Great. Oh, yeah, I think they're doing great, great guns. Did you watch yeah. Billions, boy? Yeah. No, 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 I'm, I'm half, oh, halfway oh, through. I've watched the series two, of yeah. the year easily. Yeah, you know how it ends. Two. It's real. <laughs> 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 no, it's brilliant. That's it's good a great stuff. Channel, so, yeah, it's good value, 10 bucks a month. Unbelievable value. Yeah. And now, yeah, what I really like about those services, too, is that the download to watch offline. That's brilliant. Yes. When travel. Before you jump yeah. on a plane, I can download a entire series. Do that now. I think it's they, no, they've got 4K. Yeah. They've got 4K. Oh, if you want to watch 4K. Okay. Yeah, but the, the download right. is part of the it's app right, right now. So Alrighty. if you can download it to your iPad or your phone, yep. and then when you're on the plane, you can watch – like I watched a whole Mate, series I pay the 14 15 bucks for the 4K because Billions, billions yeah. looks amazing in 4K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yes. got the same. Better okay. call Oh, my God. Love it. Fetch. Amazing. Yeah, they're, they're, they're done well. It's interesting, yeah. though, they have those $6 channel well, packages. Which if you they're more of a put challenge. Put inside Foxtel and you're going, to go, whoa, okay. Well, you know. That's exactly what I was going to say. They're probably more of a challenge to Foxtel than Netflix and Stan are, I think, at the moment. Because mm. you're, you're getting a box, you're getting all these channel packages, the ability to record, and there are a lot of people, I think, making the transition because it's, it's A, a lot cheaper, and you get a lot of the channels that you want. If, if you're not – look, what keeps me on Foxtel is the live sport. I'm a league 100%. nut. I've got to yeah. watch my league. I've got to watch it yep. all the time. Sport is what keeps me in the game. And if, if I can get that without having a set-top box and paying $140 a month, I'm going to find a way. Yeah. Yeah. I've always said if I could get the Formula One in HD on a streaming service, I'd, I'd cancel Foxtel tomorrow. Really? It's the only reason I got yeah. Foxtel. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah I know yeah. you love your F1, don't you? Yeah. You can't uh, get to anything in the UK. When's the... No, uh, Monaco's on this weekend. I'll be in the Prix. plane. Let's not talk about it. They had, have, <laughs> so they had the British Grand Prix yet? They haven't, no, they? it's later in the year, later, but Monaco's this weekend. So, oh, so well. we're going to be in transit when that's Yes, on. stop oh, talking about really? it. <laughs> I've organised a live feed of my seat on the plane. Do you want to watch it Shut with me? Fox, uh, <laughs> Fox League, they've done a good job. Yeah, they have. Yeah, that channel is excellent. Yeah, mm. they have. They've got uh, they've got a lot Matty of. Matty Johns, um, he's on the thing too much. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's, what an yeah, ugly he's mug. Fair dinkum. But it, it is good. I love how they, they, they play a lot of. <laughs> <old> <laughs> games. It, it, it is good. I'm a league fan, and I'm a, a fan of that channel. They're doing really well. Also, and and it, that bloody show. It's about time they did that. How do they put yeah. Pagey on the TV? Just quietly? Oh, they honestly. But, but have you seen the ratings? It's doing well. I mean, yeah. go figure. What's what doing there? Huh? Anyway, just bag but, anyone from but, the but he's, yeah, but no, he's, he's had great success for that little show that goes out on uh, mm. it's Friday night, so they repeat it on the weekend. does very well. Yeah. It's amazing. It's good. Um, okay, lastly, travel. Um, now, we talked before, so you're a Qantas I'm Qantas, Qantas boy. yeah, I'm Qantas Platinum, mate. Now, I've never seen anybody so, so sort of blinkered with one airline mm. as Trevor Long. Is that right? Because you so follow him. Any disclosure here, He Trevor, will just, that, when he goes on a trip with not Virgin, he just, he'll just, he'll just ban the carrier completely. I, he will, I can't remember the last time will, I didn't, didn't He didn't will fly. not give him a no, name that's check incorrect. at all. That is incorrect, James. No, it's James. not. I can I tell was, when you're on a Qantas plane because no, you do mate, not mention it I haven't been on a Qantas plane in a year. I flew Cathay Pacific last week. Well, they got one name check on it. Yes, because I flew on an A350 That's right. He was freaking out like a nerd. James, because the, the the strategy is to go all in, mm. and then you end up at the top of the tree. I mean, I, yeah. I look, it sounds ridiculous, but egotistical. But I like the privilege of being platinum. I like having lounge access. Oh, I like yeah, having the priority. If you yeah. travel a lot, it's really critical. It's one of the only like I don't Tre- get paid. Trevor was enjoying the, me being he being my plus one this yeah. last trip because Cathay's <laughs> a one world airline. Yeah, you know, so I, I actually found him a burger oh, at Hong you? Kong Airport uh-huh. at the first. Most class of lounge. the time, you got to remember, and this I'm not looking for pity, but. We don't get paid to do what we do. Do you know what I mean? Like, we don't get paid per hour to be in London for Intel. That's right. Yeah. Like, we've still got to do – I've still got to do my radio show. I've still got to write articles. still got to do And podcasts. you've got to be in some sort of shape when you're there to do your job. So, like, uh, that's you know, why we, we, we ask for you know, premium economy. Get us there somehow. Like, business is great, but if premium economy is an option, then that's – we, and, we and take the that. Thing, thing, and, and, again, it's a stupid thing, but it's, it's why business travel exists – Premium economy or economy are only viable if you've got that lounge access so that you can do some work, you can get things yeah. done. Or it's like, a short trip. I mean, we take every moment. This is the story of a I know you plug in wherever you are, of whatever. I mean, I, I, we, we did a, our podcast a couple of hours ago. I think I arrived here at 3 o'clock, parked in the car park, and I edited our podcast mm-hmm. sitting in my car. Yeah. Like, you've got to take every moment you can, too, yeah. and then you get stuff done. So those moments in the lounge, those extra 10 minutes that you get because you can go through the priority queue, make a big difference when you're trying to pump out content yeah, and write definitely. stories. So you what, you cut out all the rubbish? Was there anything left? No, you said you edited the podcast. No, I edited it because we could So you're top and tail it. No, we the stings in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Audio quality, James. Thanks to our friends at Virgin Australia. I can't stand people banging on about frequent flyer privilege on radio, but I think you can do it on a podcast. So just bear with me one more time. But I only realised relatively late in the piece that Virgin isn't part of either Star Alliance or One World. Because what they do is so when you lock into Virgin, you don't get a lot of other alternatives. No, you get heaps of alternatives because they they, they've picked their deals with great airlines. So whenever yeah, I fly Etihad to to Europe, which is an unbelievable airline. Okay, you've got Singapore nearly everywhere. So they've got got Delta in the states, mate. They just do their own deals. Mm -hmm. Right, the Delta lounges in the states are beautiful. Yeah, there's mate. I've never had a problem. 
you know, picking picking Virgin and using a Virgin Alliance airline. So yeah, no, they're not in so one. Who of those are you? Big things, are you, are you Qantas, Qantas man? Yeah. I do love my Qantas, but there are times I think they could treat their customers. A, yeah, a oh, little mate, bit I platinum, you know. are you platinum with Qantas or? Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, me too. you know, it's. I'll be, I'll, be, great, you know, I'll be introducing Trevor to the first class you, lounge on Sunday. You do spend with them to try and keep your bloody level, <laughs> yeah. so that sort of yeah. works. It's but a good marketing the status point. Definitely. But, but, but again, think for should... us, see, and again, it's egotistical, but for us, we don't spend. We just, we, I just say it. It's like if oh, Holden yeah. wants oh, me well, to do my fruit and fly number. So. <laughs> yeah, no, but, but if a Holden or Jagger or whoever's yeah, yeah. sending you something, you say, I want to fly Virgin. That's Can you... Has that ever been a deal breaker where you've really pushed? No, I mean, I'd never say no. Christ, that's just. I mean, that's. I'm not that much of an. <laughs> but asshole. you do try it on. But I, I don't try it on. I ask. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we I, suggest. I make the request. We suggest. <laughs> and I say I'm a virgin frequent flyer. If yeah, I didn't do that, mate, I wouldn't be able to maintain status. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Never and knock back so the thing is that again. That status allows me to go, rightio, I'm going to take my family to Tasmania, I'm going to use 100,000 frequent fly points, yeah. and we're all going to get row three with legroom because I'm a platinum frequent flyer and they're going to treat us well. Yeah, and my I'll, family gets that treatment. It's, I've used it's, my points to share a trip, my, take my whole family overseas. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah so, no, that's good. Anyway, um, Wi Fi on aeroplanes. <laughs> yeah. Where we're at, Qantas are just Qantas, really bad. Qantas badly. have just started domestic. They're, just, yeah. they're so far behind yeah. Qantas. Oh, they've done a domestic domestic trial. now and the domestic the international. Qantas and Virgin are in the same same boat. They've both got one plane in the air doing mm, yeah. uh, doing Wi-Fi. Why is it? That, but mate, because they're so protected here, there's so little competition. Is that part of it? No, that they it's just also don't because need we, to offer we, it? We, we, we aren't Their covered are by full. most of the same satellites, right? So they have to do independent so satellites. So there are challenges here. to get the yeah, connection. Yeah, so Qantas did a deal with the NBN to use their satellite. Um, Virgin did a deal with Optus to use their satellites. Um, so, yeah, it was, it's more about the fact that the, you can't just plug and play okay. the, the European and American solutions here. And, yeah, the, there was no competition to force it on, but Qantas will end up having the better deal because they're going to they, be free. Right. I imagine Virgin will charge like 30 minutes free and like five bucks for the flight or something, but I don't see them offering it free. But, uh, you know, it, it works really well. I've tried it on the Virgin plane. It works great. Um, but there's yeah. only one plane in the air at the moment. But there, yeah. there has been like well, – I've tried Wi-Fi, and so you probably have too, in the, in the US and other countries, and it's okay, but it's it's not really – like the, the, the standard you'd like is faster access, fast enough to stream content or, or – or you know, look look oh, at whatever you want. I, I don't want to stream anything. I just I download all that stuff in a bit. Yeah. I just want to have access to the internet so I yes. can do emails and write yeah. some stuff and do things while you're on the plane. Yeah. Again, that's yeah. that thing. You if you're business traveling, you're actually doing work most of the time too. You know, you're yeah. either sleeping or working, and that's that's the joy of life, I guess. But you know, yeah. life goes yeah. on. All right, boys. Look, I'm sort of all out of questions here. Ticked them all off. Three hundred yeah. episodes. It's up now. It's all your yes. fault. Two blokes talking yeah, tech. You, you've got you to blame, James. Thanks very much. <laughs> no, it, was, it, was, it was a Have good fun thing that we did yeah. uh, uh, back then with, with the Media Week podcast um, and it was it simply inspired us to do it because, you know, I, I obviously knew how to do a podcast. I've been doing it for a while. So <laughs> it was an easy thing to do. I think it's gotten better over time. We've got a really loyal audience. We've yep. got great sponsors and it's just good fun to do. And we have a laugh, yeah. We, yeah. Uh, have you got we, another like we don't actually mind each other's company. Have you got another 300 in you? Absolutely. Yeah. As I said, the next six years are Bring probably more on. exciting than the last. Six. Yeah. We looked back, um, didn't we? we? We looked back at our because Trevor's got the you know you can look back at the, what we did on the episode one, two, three, yep, and everything, yep. and it was fascinating looking back how much things have changed. I think episode one we're talking about the iPad two and yeah. speculating about all these. Remember RDO, the streaming service. Yeah. I mean, you know, so yeah, the iPad have come was and very gone. new back then. <laughs> yeah, the was, iPad yeah. two was, was, was iPad coming was out less than a year old in two weeks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Things have changed. Lots changed, but a lot more is going to change. That's the beautiful thing about our job, right? Yeah. Technology is not going anywhere. It's not sitting still. It's only ever. going more. So totally. we've got a lot ahead of us, and yeah. that's why we're highly available for any radio, TV, or online gigs. Absolutely right. Okay. Well, shout out to anybody in the media who's listening to these. And just quietly, we're available. Just quietly, we think it'd be a great TV show. Yeah.
Yes. Yes. Yeah, we would, wouldn't it? We, uh, we've, we've we talked, talked about, about that for quite I think long. we talked about that earlier yeah. in the days, you know. So, um, so okay, just keep up with these guys. Stephen's at techguide.com.au. Trev's at uh, eftm.com.au, which used Twitter. to be everything for the man, but you sort of shortened it, didn't you? Well, it's always been uh, every, always stood for everything for the man. But female's but, uh, welcome. Plenty of female. Chicks are welcome too, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> We're on Twitter as well. Uh, at yep. Stephen Fennick, and Stephen's spelled with a PH. You don't like it when I say Stephen with a PH. Well, uh, people, I'd like well, to make it easy. Well, there are two ways of spelling. I know, That's but I've been saying that for like 290 episodes. But and one we day, stopped. We one day he went, they got the message. They got the message. That's right. That's right. Anyway, yeah. and I'm Matt Is Twitter still a thing? Is there still yeah, I mean, it's still a thing for people that are news junkies, but it's useless for anything else. Right. Yeah, click-throughs don't count anywhere near as much as I get more Facebook traffic than Twitter. Media companies need to be on Facebook nowhere else. Do you drop any money on Facebook? Do you sponsor much of the stuff? Is that worth it? Boost posts when it's Yep. When it's yeah. something like there's no point in boosting crap, yeah. and now I'm when, not saying anything good, I do is crap. Yeah. But now and then you're just pumping out a story because it exists, right? But now and then it's worth saying I've got this thing. Come and look at it, and you, you, that's when you find new audiences. And you know, twenty bucks here, thirty bucks there, hundred bucks here. It's yeah. you know, it's, it's a good. I think it's a good use of money. It's obviously getting ridiculous how much it costs to get traction, but. Yeah. Uh, they've cornered the market. What else are we going to do, right? Keeps you in the conversation. Yeah, it yeah. gives you more, expose you to more eyeballs. Yep. And a little shout out to our friend uh, Brendan Wood. Yeah, not here yeah, today, Woody. but here Rushed. in spirit. On you, Woody. He's become a social media king down at Seven Network, yeah, Seven Rushed. News Sydney. I hope Jason Morrison's working. And if you, I don't know if you boys <laughs> follow our Seven News Sydney, but gee, no, mate, I'm exclusively Nine News Sydney. <laughs> of course, <laughs> you would be. Yeah, I switch between Nine and Ten, mate. I'm available. But, but on both. Seven have virtually got a. A twenty four seven live news feed on Facebook almost because they're just live on Facebook all the time. Yeah. and I know Seven's all over it with what they're doing at ninenews.com.au, doing some good work there. Yeah, but, um, I think it's inter- the digital strategy at both is interesting with that whole Nine Honey thing. You know, yeah. they're obviously investing, and the new building is going to be obviously integrated with all that. So, yeah, it's really interesting to watch that happen, especially with the media laws changing. What's mm. going to happen with radio? This, I think, the next couple of years is actually the most exciting time in media for for a long time. Yes. Good, good place to be for you, yeah. Media Week. Absolutely. Wonderful stuff. All right, Thanks, boys. James. Thank you. We'll see you thank in you a, maybe another 12 months. Oh, yeah, cheers. We're brushed for 12 <laughs> months. Yeah.